You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Thank you for listening. On today's show, we are going to break down the end of the year. This is the end. Boston College sports are done for the 2020-21 season. We're going to hand out some awards. You're going to see a lot of lacrosse on this one, but we're going to talk about what went right. We're going to look at some of the moments. We're going to look at some of the lowlights. A prediction or two for the 2021-22 season. So let's kick off with male sports. We're going to look at some of the big moments in male sports. So our male team of the year, we're going to give our awards out now. It goes to the male basketball team. No, I'm just kidding. It's not going to the men's basketball team. They were bad. We're going to give the bat, uh, the men's award to, to men's ice hockey, who made it to the... I mean, you're looking at Jerry York. Jerry York is one of the best coaches in college hockey history. The best. What am I saying? Not one of the best. He is the best coach in college hockey history. This was a resurgent year for Boston College Hockey. You saw a dominant scoring performances out of guys like Matt Boldy and Alex Newhook. You saw Spencer Knight as one of the best goalies in the country. You saw some good young talent as well. And so they were the best team. I mean, they made it to the Hockey East semifinals. They made it to the Frozen Four tournament. They got smoked in the opening round. But hey, that's what happens. Um, And given where other programs were at, they were easily the best men's team on campus. Now, coach of the year for men's sports will go to Jeff Halfley. Now, I you might be thinking, well, he didn't make any playoffs. He didn't get to, uh, you know, any sort of tournament like Jerry York did. And believe me, this was one of the, the um, pieces of the puzzle where I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. But look at expectations. Like Jerry York, year in, year out, he's expected to make the tournament. He's expected to win Hockey East. Technically, he didn't do either of those. Now, he had an excellent year, and I'm not bashing him for that, but I'm going to give Jeff Halfley the nod because what he did, I think, was bigger than what Jerry York did this year, is he revitalized BC football and really built a community that is really taking it to the next level for Boston College football. You know, recruiting is at a new level. Fan interest and fan engagement is at a whole other stratosphere. He's a young coach that people like, that seems like a part of Boston College community. I mean, you go to, you watch the women's lacrosse finals and who's, who's cheering them on? It's Jeff Halfley. You see, you know, hockey games. Who's there? Jeff Halfley. He is like a member of Boston College. You never saw that with Jim uh, Steve Adazio. You never saw that with Frank Spaziani. You know, they might say something here or there, but Halfley feels different. And in one year, he's got this program in great shape. He, he makes BC seem like an ACC challenger, like an ACC level program for the first time in like 10 years. And that in itself gets him that award. For male athlete of the year, I'm going to go with Spencer Knight of the men's hockey team. Now, this was a battle between two hockey players. Now, Matt Boldy was second or third in the Hockey East in terms of goal scoring. But Spencer Knight, he was number two in goals goals against allowed with 2.18. He was behind two UMass goalies. So he did it all on his own. He, he, you know, he played almost 1,300 minutes, allowed 47 goals, and then went on to the NHL where he had 
a win in a big playoff series. And, you know, he didn't win that series, but, you know, he had a big game. And, you know, I thought he, at many points, saved the season for Boston College and did a whole bunch uh, for the Eagles. Now, he's gone, uh, but he will be my men's hockey male athlete of the year. My male freshman of the year, I'm going to go with basketball. Uh, Nikita Nesharenko was right up there as a choice for me. And football, I couldn't think of anyone specifically that I was like, oh, that guy, you know, he definitely would get that. My my basketball freshman of the year is DeMar Langford. Now, I thought he's fantastic. And of any player that I saw on any team, like you can build something around DeMar Langford. He has superstar potential. He just needs to put it all together. And I thought at moments he did, like he's a big physical kid um, and gives Boston College a forward moving forward that they desperately need. And I think he could easily become a big time ACC scoring threat. I thought he showed signs of it. So he gets my freshman of the year. Now, in a moment, we are going to get into the women's sports. We're going to look at some of the players that made this season one of the best in women's sports history at Boston College. But before we do, let's look at Built Bar. If you, you know, look for something that's really tasty uh, and, and to give you some, a good protein lift in the middle of the day, let me recommend Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's 100% covered in chocolate and come in nine delicious flavors. I love Bilt Bar. I have one every day and I, I love to put mine in the freezer, have it nice and chilled. It's a great summer treat. Now they have some flavors like coconut almond and orange is out and there's all these great flavors you can try. All you have to do is head on over to BiltBar.com, enter promo code LOCKED15 and you'll save 15% off at BiltBar.com. So check that out. And I also want to talk about Locked on ACC. Locked on ACC is a podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. Now, during the regular season, I co-host with her on once a week. During off-season, I will not be. I just decided, you know, um, we're not going to be doing that during the summer months, but I will be back again in the fall. But check out Candace. She's an excellent host who really is engaging about the, the future of ACC sports. And she's big on BC football, so you might want to hear what she has to say about the program. Check out Locked On ACC wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. What we're doing today is giving out awards for the 2020-2021 season. And let's just give a little shout out to every player that made it through the season. It was a weird season. Obviously, with COVID-19, this was a year unlike any other for Boston College athletics with quarantines and games being postponed because of COVID um, sicknesses or, or uh, close contacts, it was an up and down year. And one of the best moments of the year was the fact that BC um, football made it through the whole year without having any games canceled and players po- test positive. I think that was a big moment and showed what BC football was all about. Now, in this segment, I want to talk about women's sports. And before, let's just kind of go over how they did. You know, women's hockey, they had an up and down season. Women's basketball really struggled this year. They did not do as well as you'd expect them to do. But women's lacrosse, obviously, you know, if you've been listening to BC Sports or any sports talk over the last couple of weeks, women's lacrosse has been the big story. You know, they went on, they won the first national title in school history at women's uh, for women's lacrosse. But even bigger, it was the first non-hockey national championship for Boston College Athletics ever. 
the only other national titles that Boston College has ever won is uh, under Jerry York with hockey or, or Snooks Kelly with hockey. So this was a big deal for the program. This is a big deal for the school. Um, and so you're going to hear a lot about lacrosse in my awards for this segment. So let's look into my Women's Athlete of the Year. And that, I mean, who you're listening to, you're going, it's Charlotte North. Of course it's Charlotte North. She scored 102 goals as a senior with Boston College. If you remember, she's from Texas. She went to Duke. She transferred to Boston College, played last year. This year, she became transcendent. Like, really one of the best athletes Boston College has ever had on campus. And she did it on their way to a national title. You know, I'm recording this a little in advance. If you listen to a previous episode, you know why I'm out. Uh, my wife just had a baby, so we're taking some time off, and I'm pre-recording these. But I'm assuming when I'm re- when you're listening to this, you're going to hear about uh, Charlotte North winning Twartson Award for MVP. She should win it. Um, she did all that, and you know it was like she she broke every record you can think of: scoring for BC, scoring nationally. She has the most goals by men or women in a season with 102. She broke the record for NCAA tournament goals in a game with eight most goals in a tournament for one person. I mean, she just did everything. If you watched her play, she is electric like in terms of women's lacrosse she she could do things i've never seen players do she's an accurate shooter she's a sniper she uh excellent off the draw which i know is important in lacrosse um she did everything so charlotte north you know she's my women's athlete of the year but in general she's the athlete of the year you know men or women's she was the, the 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 bc athlete of the year and you know, she would take it over most people that won in previous years too, because what she did this year, BC fans are going to be talking about for years because it was that special. So Charlotte North, she gets my player of the year, coach of the year. It's going to be coach Walker Weinstein of lacrosse again. Now she, she, what she did, you know, the story by now, if you've been listening, this was Boston college's fourth straight year going to an NCAA championship game. And they have had heartache for three straight years before that. BC got to that that big moment and they lost every single time. And on top of that, you know, they haven't won an ACC tournament. They they haven't been able to, to get over that hump. They seem like they're right there. They were not able to do it. Now, you you, you saw the warning signs heading into this, this tournament. You're like, oh gosh, they're going to hit Syracuse. They're going to hit UNC. These are two teams that they're 0-3 against, or 1-3 against on the season. They're in big trouble because UNC, you know, they had three, I think, Tawartan finalists on their team. They are a truck. And so BC heads into this tournament. They just steamrolled Fairfield. They blast uh, Temple. They blast Notre Dame. Now they're in the final four again. They get UNC. And what do they do? They play the best game of their season. They play their most complete game. They, They do everything that they have to do. And they take out the undefeated UNC Tar Heels. In one in a game that again, like I'm not a big lacrosse person, but that's a game that you're never gonna forget because it was so big for BC, and they win that. Now they had in a Syracuse, a team that has beat them up twice in a row. You know they BC beat them earlier, but you know Syracuse has done the, their number on them, and it seemed like you know you listen to the national press, it seemed like you know Syracuse has this national coach they're gonna win, and BC has never got, gotten over that hump. BC goes out and it's like a battle back and forth, and you're just expecting things to fall apart. It doesn't. BC goes out there and punches them in the face in that second half, and they win. 
And that is credit to that coaching staff. I mean, I watched some of those games this year, and it seemed BC had a second gear every single second half to win. And that was on the coaching staff. And that's Coach Walker Weinstein, who has put together a program that makes BC one of the biggest and best premier lacrosse programs in the country. And I think it's only going to rise from here because you're going to see fan support when they can go back to games. You're going to see recruiting go up. And this is all because of Walker Weinstein. This is her program. She has done a tremendous job. She is the coach of the year for women. She's my I, I, I put Jeff Halfley as male coach of the year. Well, I mean, obviously, Walker Weinstein is going to be my coach of the year altogether. So she gets that as well. You know, freshman of the year. I have to admit, I don't know much about women's uh, hockey. They had a tough year. But Belle Smith, <laughs> women's lacrosse again. I'm going to go with lacrosse. She she was she was excellent. And she shows, and I said this in an earlier episode, you know, Charlotte North has done after this year. I think Belle Smith is going to be the future of this program. She's a scorer. She she did everything. I think she's excellent. So she gets my Freshman of the Year award. Now, in a moment, we're going to go over a few more awards, and I'm going to give you a few predictions for 2022, one into 2022. And we'll talk a little about that in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing any work on your car? Why spend 30, 40, 50% more at any of those other stores when you can head over to rockauto.com and save. They have parts for all of your cars. All you have to do is go over to rockauto.com, put in your make and model, and boom, everything that they have will come right up for you. Whether it's engine control modules, tail lamps, windshield wipers, you name it, they have it. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? All you need to do is go over to rockauto.com right now and see what parts are available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now let's look at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to make all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Please use promo code Locked on to get your bonus. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am your host, and I'm also the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. Please check out my work there. And if you like recruiting news, we have tons of it over there. And we have even more on our BC Premium, BC Bulletin Premium service that's only a dollar for the first month. Five dollars a month after that, you're gonna get all sorts of great deals and great news and insight that you're not gonna find anywhere else. Um, but if even if you don't, you're gonna get great news at BC Bulletin. I promise you that. Now we have been going over the end of 2020 and 21, and we did our male athletes and our female athletes, and you know it was like the lacrosse special as it should be. Let's go over some of the best moments. Obviously, when you talk the best moment of the season, winning the national title for women's lacrosse is going to be the best moment, and that obviously should be. So let's do our best moment that is not women's lacrosse for uh, this section. So our best moment that was not women's lacrosse I know many people out there are going to say um, it's going to be firing Jim Christian. And no, I will not make firing a coach as my best moment of the year. I also wanted to have up there uh, BC's triumphant win over Auburn in baseball 
um, where they scored eight runs in the ninth inning to come back and win. Um, but I can't put that because the rest of the season kind of just made that game moot. So my play of the year had to be the missed extra point in overtime against Pitt. That was insane. <laughs> now, if you remember, Boston College and Pitt were going back and forth. It was a great game. And then, you know, it looked like Boston College was done. And then Pitt misses that extra point in overtime. That gets it. Right behind that would be the field goal against Texas State to win it. So, you know, you saw those moments. Those were my moments of the year. My biggest disappointment kind of goes into what I was just saying was baseball. I have to say, baseball was a tremendous disappointment this year. I just expected so much more out of that team. They just weren't able to do it. And, uh, you know, they were the basement of the ACC. They couldn't get into the ACC tournament. You know, they played really poorly. And I think that was just a tough season. So they are my biggest disappointment of the season. Now let's look at some predictions for 2020 and 2021. Here's some predictions. Women's lacrosse is going to be really good, but they're not going to be the team, the women's sports team that everyone talks about this year. That's going to be women's basketball. I have a feeling that women's basketball is going to be a top 25 team this year with Taylor Soleil, Taylor Soleil, excuse me. Joanna McNamee has put together some excellent recruiting classes. She has a transfer coming in as well from uh, North Carolina, NC State. I think they're going to be a really good team. So I'm going to predict that women's basketball will be a top 25 program this season. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, I'll give my second one, which is that BC football will be ranked as well. BC football has a very manageable schedule this year, along with tons of talent on both sides of the ball. I have said all along they're going to win nine or ten games, ten with a bowl. Um, I think they're going to they're going to be ranked as well. So they're a, a team that I am going to say big things about. Baseball. My prediction for baseball is another letdown season. I just don't see them making that next step. Now they're going to have Luke Gold come back, and I think Emmett Sheehan could be those two centerpieces for next season. But I'm I'm worried that this team is not going to make make that next step. So I'm going to predict that they're not going to have a big year. But a team that I'm excited about, and I'm not going to say that they're going to do it now, but they're going to build, and you're going to you're going to have tangible evidence that they're going in the right direction. That's men's basketball. I don't expect them to be very serious contenders this year in anything. I do see them playing better basketball, recruiting better, and that new practice facility being a major factor in Earl Grant's success. I think he's going to be able to sell that to recruits. You're going to see bigger names coming in. I think I think Boston College basketball is going to be in really good shape uh, heading into 2022. Um, not whether they, that means they're going to be a tournament team in 2022 or on the bubble, I'm not sure, but I get a feeling they're heading in the right direction. And speaking of basketball, another uh, prediction I'm going to have is that DeMar Lankford is going to have a breakout season. He will lead Boston College in scoring and he will be a name that everyone's talking about because I thought last year he had pieces of that. I think Earl Grant and that coaching staff are going to mold him into what could be a really fun player. And I think with him and his brother on that team, they're going to do some special things this year and he'll be a lot of fun to watch on that squad. I'm also going to predict that Phil Jerkovic and Zay Flowers are both going to enter the NFL draft. I think that both of them, uh, they're going to see their stock rise with BC football being very successful, and they're both going to head out. And that's okay. That's what good programs do, and there'll be players ready to, to fill their roles. 
uh, after they leave. Speaking of uh, people leaving, I'm going to also predict that Azar Abdul-Rahim will be in his final year at Boston College. I just see him as too big of a asset for some other big, big, big program to not come in and swoop in and take him. After a successful year at Boston College, in which his recruiting status will probably reach an all-time high, some major program is going to offer him a defensive coordinator role, and he will take it. Now, he didn't do that last year, but there will be a program, I just see it happening, that's going to want him, and you know it's going to be an offer he can't refuse. So that's a prediction I have, and I hope it's not true, but that's one I have. Now, do you have any predictions for B? in 2021 and 2022 leave them in the comment section on twitter and uh hope you enjoyed today's episode if you do give us a five-star review on apple or itunes and make sure to like and subscribe and if you like our podcast tell all your friends and family about it yeah it's an easy way to make this podcast grow if you know someone who likes boston college sports it's a great way to get some news and we're doing this three days a week now so again we do this on monday wednesdays and fridays every day through june probably july as well but for august we will be going full tilt as we get ready for the 2021 football season. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. You can follow the uh, the site at Locked On BC, and if you like this podcast, check out Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and he goes into all the news on today um, with local analysts, and they get everything you need in a nice little 20 minute format. This is AJ Black. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.